You know, I was watching, speaking of which, I was watching uh, Queer Eye for the Straight. I still well, need actually, to see it. it it's actually it's really not called, good. it's not called Queer Eye for the Straight Guys, it's called Queer Eye. Dude, it's such a good show. Yeah, everyone's been like, saying that. It's still on it's, my list. It's a, it's, like, you think it's, like, it's a reality show. Yeah. But it's got some real, like... Pathos? Uh, Yes, it's got some like they they address like real issues. They they're talking. They're trying to bridge the gap between like normalizing um, uh, gay people. They're, they've got a black guy in there who's just like the manliest dude you've ever met. But he's it's just a great fucking show. I mean, I binge watched it the other day. Yeah, all I'm, six episodes. I'm watched all of them. It. It's great. I reckon it's the it's the most important show at the moment. I'm not I'm not even joking. It's a really good show. No, I know. There's been a lot of people who've been enjoying it. I've taken two because my, my, I'm often just thinking really bizarre shit, and I don't think it's bizarre because I'm just like, oh, just like it's just all the time. But then if I actually, I've been trying to like write them down, when I have like a genuine like strange thought, and then I get to see it on paper, and I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? So you're doing a little bit of a uh, self analysis. It's not really self-analysis. But you're just saying you're looking at your thoughts and going, what the fuck? That's self-analysis. That's no, but, so, but, I, but I agree with all of it. I agree with all my thoughts. <laughs> How about we um, do a little intro and then uh, just see where this thing goes? Or do you want to actually do a talk? Come. Here we go. Mr. Rules is back. It's everybody. not about rules. I just know that yeah. some of those episodes well, are like, what the fuck? Let's have a framework in place at least. It's... Yeah. Let's have some discipline. Yeah, I don't. We don't have to stick to the roles. It's just like, oh, sometimes those episodes, you know, you're just like, oh, why'd they bother? I like those ones. Yeah, but no one else does. I don't give a f- like, dude. No one is listening to this. Honestly, I don't know if you. You don't have access realized. to the stats. Yeah, yeah. You don't give me. You don't give me access to the stats because you know it would make me depressed. At least this way, I've got a little hope that I'm someone's shielding listening. you. I'm Actually, like, you know I'm like the... the parent who doesn't let the kid watch the news. Yeah. You know, when I, I think I said at the end of the last week's podcast that no one's listening to this. And then I got a message from Dave Weber like a day, uh, a, a day later. And he just, all it said was, I'm listening. <laughs> and and I, I couldn't remember what I said. I was, it took me ages. I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. But Dave's listening. Well, see? Proof. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he's lonely in San Francisco because he's got no friends, probably. Yeah, but we don't have friends. Why do you think we're doing a fucking podcast? True. (laughs) True. If we had social life, if we had respect, you'd think we'd be doing a podcast. (laughs) Fuck no. Yeah, it's certainly not for the money. (laughs) We don't have self respect, but we've got like. Is there a, a word for, like, self-grandiosity? Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. We don't have self-respect, <laughs> but we have grandiosity. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, welcome to Deep Ford, everybody. Gosh, I hope you're getting just really excited. Um, you know, I feel like there's been a couple of weeks they've gone past, and it's been like, oh, you know, just another week. Well, today is a Monday. Let's fucking yeah. let's make this week happen, you know? Let's, let's dive fully feet first into an exciting... You know, revolution. Let's let's start a revolution. Let's start a cult. Let's no. go. Let's go. Um, you know, break down capitalism. Let's um, let's just you know take a stand. Ah, uh, can't be bothered with the revolution, to be honest. Deep Four, a podcast about starting the revolution. Sitting through the internet for me today, Michael Zabrecki, looking styly. Hello, kitties. What do they call no, that? No, I take that one back. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Hello. my name's Nick. My name is Nick. Oh. Nick. Nick. Slick Nick. They're still Nick. calling you that? They are still calling you that. I got it on my um, the back of my year 12 jersey. Prick Nick sometimes when you... Hmm. Why, why do you always drink the... You, why is your drink blue? Your drink should never be blue. Why is it blue? This you is just start... my regular... Oh my god, it's like Alizé or something. This is my regular Monday 8 Tell p.m. cocktail. Unless it's Mountain Blue... Unless Mountain Dew Code Blue, I'm going to be just as disappointed. What is it? What is this drink? My normal you drink? Have, you have such a... <laughs> I this, love it, though. This is a bluebird. It... <laughs> it contains gin, Nothing. lemon juice... And of course, blue curaca, curacao. Okay. Curacao. Curacao. Right. Curaca. But regardless, it's it's just my normal Monday pick me up. All right. Well, that's not. That's not too Would it's you prefer gonna... that I drank this, mm. the yeah. bright blue cocktail, to mm. a little bit of Kahlua and milk? Um. Yes. Because gin's always great, but like, do you think in the future? Because a lot of uh, sci-fi films, they they're always like holding like blue drinks at like cocktail parties. And yeah, stuff it's because like it's that. cool. Yeah, because it's unnatural. Because blue, we've talked about this before, but blue is the most unnatural color in food and stuff that we like. There's nothing natural that's blue. Blueberries. No, they're not blue. They're not blue. Yeah, yeah, it says it. Well, do you want to? Everyone always says blueberries. Just saying that very easily disprovable. Um, okay. Um, since we don't have any real topic at the moment, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I saw a bit of uh, science news. I haven't done science news in a while. Fuck yes. Are you going to play the play the, the jam? Am I going to play the jam? Are you going to play the jam? Because you're going to play the jam. It's that time. Time. For science news, hydrogen, Jupiter, hoverboard. All right, science news. It's been a while. What's up? Here, what's up in science? Earth is flat. Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about that. Has that has yeah, that just come up? Flat. Yeah, this oh my gosh, that that is, uh, to be honest, a little bit of a shock. Yeah, I how, how do they do the thing with the eclipses where you see like the round on the moon? Is that how do they fix that? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just we've we've ruled a, out. No, I think I I actually do think the argument for that is that the moon is not there; it's a projection. The moon is a projection, as in like a, a technological from Earth. Yes. Okay, someone's I, faked the moon. But why would you yeah. fake it to have a round uh, shadow on it? If you're faking it, put a square shadow on it. I love... Uh, Idiots. Well, the ki- yeah, the kind of, yeah, exactly. And the kind of people that think the Earth is flat are probably going to think that... Probably used to think that we didn't go to the moon. So I'm hoping out there somewhere there's someone that thinks not only did we fake the moon landing, but we faked the moon and then faked going to the fake moon that we, we faked yeah. already. I, yeah. I, I, ho- I hope that there's someone out there. Or they went to the real moon, which is just like a flat wall where they've projected <laughs> yeah. like an image, and then they filmed something there and they fixed it up all in post. Yeah, it's like the fucking Truman Show, but yeah. intergalactic edition. Yeah. You see there's a guy who is actually like building a spaceship to go up and prove that the Earth is flat? 
Is he? Yeah, he's building. Does, he's how, building a how rocket. How is too connected? How is someone that has so much money? How does someone? I have think it's a very amateur. It's an amateur attempt. Sorry, it's not like he's fucking Elon Musk. He's not <laughs> making a proper spaceship. He's Elon he's like Musk's in his like... backyard. He's setting up like a little bit of an explosive device and just gonna sit on top of it and wish for the best. <laughs> but I genuinely hope that he he succeeds. Like I really want this flat oh, earth. I really wouldn't it be amazing if this guy so actually succeeds. He gets into like the lower atmosphere, sees the curvature of the Earth, and he's like, "Fuck, fuck! I spent years, spent years, and I built this fucking rocket, and it worked. And I'm in fucking the atmosphere, and it's round. What do I do now? I bet you if that's the case, you know what I reckon. If 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 he got up there, I bet you his plan is just like. Detonate in the air. <laughs> oh my god! Just think about it, right? If you've yeah. gone up there and you've proven that you're wrong, that you're yeah. wrong, and you've spent years mm. and you've you've discovered, oh shit, it's round. What what do you do? You're not going to land and like greet all the press, are you? Do some interviews. Yeah, I was wrong. You're gonna huh? you're gonna hit the eject button. Self destruct for sure. Self destruct. What do you mean? It's like Elon Musk's evil twin brother. Who thinks he's, he's 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 also on the like technologically like involved in everything, but he just thinks the Earth is flat and he's a creationist. Yeah, it would Wait, be very uh, exciting. Flat, sorry, flat. I know you're getting to science news, but flat yeah. Earthers are they creationists as well? Like, do they? Because you, because that's like there must be some in, overlap, but I don't yeah. think that they're all probably. I bet you there's some creationists who are like, no, nah, it's round. And I bet you there are some flat earthers which are like, nah, I think it was all natural. Do you know I mean? I'm rooting for the flat earthers. I, I always love a good underdog. <laughs> I'm, I'm rocking like a big sort of, I want to plant a flag for the cube earth. That it's a flat earth, but it's in three dimensions. So that at a certain Ooh. point, it's like, it's just like hard right angles around the planet. Is a sphere a three dimensional thing? <laughs> Oh, oh, I hate it when I ask a thing and I think is like a legit question and then you give me a laugh and within seconds I know that it was stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't I mean to that. shut down what no, was a legitimate fine. question. But yes, well, spheres are three-dimensional. Spheres are the three-dimensional version of a circle. when you said cube and three-dimensional, I was like, oh, it's got all different sides. And then I was like, ooh, <laughs> but maybe there's a loophole, but I'm just stupid. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yes. Shall we? Um, shall we jump into this old uh, science and news? I bet you that you'll okay. connect with this one. Yes. Because it's all about empathy. Specifically, <laughs> here's the headline: Virtual reality improves empathy in domestic abusers. A virtual reality system for men who committed a domestic violence crime allows them to get into the victim's shoes, not by beating them. That likely caused the cycle of violence, according to sociologists. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> I feel like I put the emphasis on the wrong words there, but let's power, let's power on. Instead, the belief is that violent people have a lack of emotional recognition and virtual experience improves the participant's perception of emotions. So, basically, got a domestic abuser fucking yeah. beating their wife, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Throw them in jail. Sure, that's step one. You know what step two is? Put some VR goggles on them. Let's start yeah. some rehabilitation. Throw them into video game. Make them the ones that are feeling attacked. You know oh, what happens? So, oh, right. So they're in virtual reality. They're not. They're the abusee, not yeah. they're the victim, not the attacker. 
And then when they've experienced it from the victim's perspective, they show more empathy. I feel like if you need that, then it's just like, no. Well, they obviously need that. Otherwise, they wouldn't commit abuse. But how hard is it to be like, oh, if, oh, oh, when I hit you, it hurts. Yeah, but you say that, but obviously that is not currently happening, is it? Because if you thought that it was, if you actually connected with the experience or thought about your actions, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I guess so, but... Yeah. Uh, they set up this um, uh, <coughs> session where they got people to do it, and they they were basically placed as the character of a virtual woman, so it wasn't like they were playing a man in the situation, and they were in a process of assimilation and identification of their virtual self, which is presumably like to make you feel like the person there, and then a man entered the scene, displayed violent behaviour towards them in gestures and language, and really got in their personal space. And because the atmosphere was interactive and the abuser stares in their face and shouts, shut up at them, or look at them when they're not looking elsewhere, um, they were able to um, connect into the experience and realise what they'd done to people. That's cool. And is, there, is there a version of this game where the, the like, victims of, of uh, domestic violence <laughs> get, get to, to be, be the, the attackers <laughs> so they learn to stand up for themselves. Oh, no, no, no. There's nothing about standing up for themselves. Jesus. Um, well, they get a bit of power back, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's I'm, just Super Mario. I'm just spitballing. The, the, the victims just get to play Super Mario. Just, you know, have a real fun time. Yeah, they get they get free time. They get lots of one-ups. Um, yeah. And well, that's apparently, cool. and this goes back to your original point about why don't they know this, the results show that offenders have a significantly lower ability to recognise fear in a woman's face compared to control. So that implies that they're, they've got so some... They so connect- they can't read, like, their facial recognition for, like, emotion is hmm. is lacking. Yeah, it implies there. to me that they're either, like, a little bit of that sociopath streak or... Well, do they do that test with, like, autistic, autistic kids that they, like, they show, like... A face that like is like scared or surprised, mm. and they can't. And they can't part recognize of it. autism is they can't really recognize that. That's mm. interesting. Yeah, I find I've always found that um, aspect. I, I, I'd like to know a bit more about autism. Maybe that's something that I like uh, do a bit of like YouTube viewing of or like docos or something like that. Because I feel like yeah. I don't know enough about Louis Theroux's do- people. Louis Thuroux's done a special on it. Oh, really? Do you remember, you know when I, you and I used to work at the cinema and sometimes during school holidays they'd get a couple of autistic kids in there and because they can't differentiate, they can't separate reality from the screen. They think what is happening on the screen is real life. We'd always get parents coming out and saying, not knowing that there are autistic kids in the cinema coming out, there are kids in the front row that are screaming out at the screen, can you go in and do something? And we'd always have to like tread that tricky line between hmm. they've got autism and they you know, they have a right to be here, but also I get that it's kind of taken away from your experience at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was interesting. I, I think I've said this previously, but I had always admired the way that you had you treated um, like some of the wheelchair accessible people that came in or there was that one guy who, um, oh, I can't remember. Are you taking the piss? No. Are you talking I, about me specifically? Yeah. 
I always I have very strong memories of you um, treating um, like people with disabilities in that cinema with a real genuine interest and and helping them like into the cinema and everything like that and engaging with them where a lot of the rest of us were like either uncomfortable with it or would brush past some of it but yeah you always seem to take an interest in engaging that's nice Nick yeah there was one time where um I uh I was serving a coffee I was making coffee and there was a a man that I I could only see his head above the counter and he looked like a fully grown man and I could only see his head and I was like, oh, you're like, I thought but he was just kneeling down to like pick something up or something. And I made a joke saying, oh, you're, you're really small, aren't you? And then, and then he wheeled his wheelchair out. <laughs> I know. And then he, and then he complained about me. And then I was like, try, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I just thought he was kneeling down and he took it really hard. Oh yeah. man. Okay, so you've you've taken my compliment and you've immediately you've put yeah. up the comparison of to prove that not every time you were the <laughs> the best at reading a situation. But no, um, but I will take that, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I, good. I do. I do always like to, um, especially well, with children, especially. Yeah. I think the easiest thing. I feel like because I'm a bit of a child as well. That the the best I remember from being a child. Um, just want like knowing you know when people do the like kitty voice yeah and and I just remember feeling like I know that they're talking to me differently to, than how they're talking to each other mm. and then there'd be like a few people like my my uncle would always just he would I'd be like eight and he'd be like so you dating anyone and I'd be like no and he, he was a bit rough around, <laughs> rough around the edges <laughs> I remember he said he said um, I was like I was eight it was my birthday. And he gave me a mobile phone for my birthday, which my parents are furious about. Gave me a mobile phone. He was like, "You seen anyone?" Your uncle gave like, you a mobile Whoop. phone. Yeah, my my parents were fucking pissed. Um, and then he said, are "You seen anyone?" And I was like, "No, no." And also, that, I was quite taken aback by that question. He was like, "Here's my one dating tip for for women, right? For you, always look at the mother, because that's exactly how they're going to look when they're older." <laughs> And I was like, okay, thanks, Uncle Andy. I'm eight, but I'll internalize it and clearly remember it 20 years from now. Uh, the, the, the fucked up thing is I have, and I'm not going to say if I do that, but uh, I, it is a thought that has often Clearly, my head. you have remembered it for 20 years, so you can't say that it's not something that comes into your mind. <laughs> it is definitely something that comes into your mind. I mean, it's probably politically incorrect, but it's, I'm sure there's an elephant, elephant of truth in there. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's an elephant no of intended. truth in there. <laughs> Elephants but never to forget. To be fair, though, um, if all your partners do the same and check out your dad for comparison, you know, it's fine as long as they're, you know, just gender gender equal. Everyone's checking Look, out parents. I've had that, and to be honest, I've had. Um, partners and lovers that have 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 made some uh you know complimentary and uncomfortable comments regarding my father <laughs> he was he was uh yeah he was he was you know he's a he's a good looking man have, have you, you've seen photos you've been to my house you've seen him on his wedding day like no i don't think i i don't think i remember him no you'll have to find that, you'll have to find a show like a show me a picture from him 
younger. I will. I will. My 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 parents, like my mum, was a knockout. Like I I would have had a crack at that. <laughs> Please don't like, say things like that. I, I know. I would have though. I would have. I definitely would have. Because she, she. I hope she, that this is like you're saving that. If I can separate that, it, mm-hmm. if I can separate it, she you should be able to. But continue. She at twenty was my type. Uh, is my type now. Well, yeah. It's not that fucked up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fucked that up. It's fucked up that I am willing to say this while while, while it's recording. <laughs> but <laughs> but you only just have private, them to blame. True. Yeah. But we're all looking for. I mean, uh, who knows what you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> all your ones. Why do you us. think I want to see this photo of your dad? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even now he's quite. Yeah, quite a good looking man. I wish he would. He's got really nice hair, and I wish. Keep asking him to. He, he he's he's so proud. Um, he asked me what I. He's like, what is a what is a haircut like that in uh, Melbourne cost? And I was like, oh, a cheap haircut, probably get one for twenty bucks if I go to a student barber. And he's like, you know what this haircut cost me? Nothing, because I, I did it myself. I was like, yeah, but you know what, Dad? It looks like you did it yourself. To be honest. <laughs> so there's the. So there's an upside, there's a downside. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't think my dad has been to a barber <coughs> for 30 to 40 years. Yeah, but man, he's, he's rocking the bald look. He still combs his head. It's a great look. No, he doesn't, does he? He did. Genuinely, honestly, I, I have very, very strong memories. What Going did you do that for? In the bathroom in the morning, he's like completely bald, um, and he'd get out of the shower, dry off his hair, run a comb over his head. No hair. Does he, did he realise he was doing it? Did Absolutely. Just, like, have yep. it? Yep. Just what, like... Did he just felt right? I don't know. I don't know. What was he doing? Did you ask him? I'm sure you asked him. I, like, I'm Dad, sure... Why are you combing, combing your head no hair for? I'm sure that if I asked, he probably gave me something like... Like if I said, Dad, you know, you don't have any hair. Stimulates I'm sure he would have just uh, been like, oh, really? And just like kept doing it, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe as far there's... as I know, I think he has now stopped. But, you know, habits take time to break. Well... Let, let your dad know that I'm willing to give him a, give him a head massage. If, well, I can give him a head massage. It doesn't have to be sexual, necessarily. <laughs> How much would you charge? Um, you know I'm not going to charge anything. Uh, I think if this is going to be a new career but opportunity I'm for not, you, I'm not, I'm not he, he's, uh, he's definitely going to at least tip you. I'm not going to charge anything, but I'm going to have certain expectations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't like where this is going. Go, sip your blue liquid, Nick. Mm. Go on. Make it all go away. Yeah. I actually kind of want to try that. Can I have a taste? Yeah. It tastes like Pinot Grigio. It's got, yeah, it's got quite a nice sort of uh, floral, citrusy, gin kind of taste. I, I didn't have any almond syrup. So if you have any, that's what you need. Okay. And you're getting pretty experimental. I, you know. As I have previously um, established, this is my normal Monday night drink, and I refuse to accept any imputations otherwise. Okay. Uh, I had a thought the other day, um, and I was th- I was thinking about um, marriage, and specifically proposals. Mm-hmm. And don't you think it's a bit weird, right? So, basically, the premise of a a premise of a proposal is surprise, right? You want to surprise your person. So, I just think it's. It's a little strange that we've got this tradition that, you know, we'll give everything, everything else, like, so much thought. And yet, for marriage, 
it's kind of like you you know you you're walking down the street and with your lover and then all of a sudden you just quickly turn to them and like will you spend the rest of your life with <laughs> I don't think look not to immediately jump in and ruin your plans but I don't think that your proposal should be walking down past a subway and then like trip up land on the ground throw a ring at her face like no. I feel like there's like surprise okay. and Obviously, then there's like shit I've injured myself do you want to marry me Obviously, I'm exaggerating there, but it's to show that it is just like it's a question. So you ask them a question there and there. You might you might have talked, you might have like been expecting it maybe as well, and things like that. And obviously, you, you you're going to be asked usually when there is a the kind of uh, it kind of looks like they might say yes. But at the end of the day, it's still like a quick quick question, and you have to answer then and there that's what a proposal is right mm. well will you yeah. and, and it's and it's like it's a massive question I, I find that funny it is it is a huge question um i feel like these days wouldn't most couple well i don't know maybe you can't generalize i feel like a lot of people these days you kind of know as a couple that they're heading that way like kind of like yeah. test the water a little bit and be like so you know are we going this way? And yeah. that that's like just a kind of like that's like your prenup to like <laughs> get get a, a an initial kind of yes before you actually propose because the last thing you want with a proposal is to have like rented a jumbotron <laughs> and be in the middle of the baseball diamond on one knee being like Stephanie will you marry me and then she gets up and like walks away. Yeah. That's a big investment to Although there's knife. nothing better than watching those clips on YouTube. Yeah. I mean that's that's the classic. That's that's what YouTube was made for. I feel like if anyone proposed to me no matter what, I would say no. What? Not I just I don't I wouldn't Is this yeah, your I, like um contrarian side coming out again? It's like <laughs> Yeah, you were you stupid. You put your fucking heart on the line and you made a commitment to me. Well no. Wouldn't it be weird if I said no to this? This it has come up. This has been an issue with me and my significant other actually lately. So rings true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how do you how do you fix just wanting to do the opposite of everyone? Um, do I just do I just level out when I get older and stop? Because it's not even rebellious. It's just like antagonistic, really. <laughs> I think it's like. Because you don't. I think, you don't I think it would. I think. I think for you to get there would be, to. To accept, the idea, of in some ways, being like other people. So you think that I think that I'm special. No, but I think that a contrarian streak, is based on the desire to want to be different. So for you to not say no to things like that would require you to be okay with not being contrarian. That's interesting. In high school, all I wanted to do was be like the cool kids. I think it all goes in phases. I think, I think you 
first you want to be the same as everyone and then you want to be your own individual person and you're going to live a crazy original life like no one else has done and then the realities of the world kick in and suddenly you see the giant bell curve of how people's lives are progressing and you realise that you're going to fall somewhere on that and either you accept that or you fight against it. I, I, like it, It's interesting yeah. um, culturally um, it feels like cinema and like media and stuff likes to sell us the idea of those kind of like I, I just want to generalise and say like Natalie Portman characters like the the quirky, like, live-your-own-life, like, indie, you know, non-mainstream kind of hero where it's like, I'm going to gonna chart my own course. Like, I'm, I'm a rebel. I'm a dreamer. Right. Know, all this kind of stuff. But I think I think that's kind of, um, like, your willingness to accept that goes in phases. And I feel like that kind of character is, like, a big kind of teenage 20s sort of thing where it's like yeah i'm doing my own thing but then i feel like just the reality of time changes your perspective on that i do think also that everyone does think that they are special and things only in this generation oh yeah yeah that's gonna be that like i it's gonna be amazing to see how that manifests itself when the I was about to say these kids. <laughs> um, but you're right. The uh, next generation's coming up. Just like how... I mean, I'm sure our parents were saying that when the internet was coming out and they were probably or probably thinking, how is the internet going to change these kids? It, it, it does feel like we missed the boat on the complete narcissism because we didn't have... Probably because we didn't For have... one, yeah camera phones when we were at that crucial development phase yeah. during our teens when you're feeling when you're vulnerable you're wanting, wanting acceptance yeah. you're wanting all sorts of things hormonal not having that is a, such a blessing isn't it but it's, it's going to be that reactionary thing right so our generation was the one that came up and said you can do anything you're special you know it didn't emphasize putting the effort you know at, at school it was like you're talented so you can do it. It's not like you worked hard at this, so you did well. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's a generational thing. So that came up, and then like all of us here, it feels like a looking around and being like, oh, okay, I have a lot of issues associated with my own like uh, achievements and and direction and like fulfillment and that kind of thing. When I have kids, I'm going to teach them this, and then you flips the other way and you teach your kids it's all about the hard work and you know you just got to make do with your life and that kind of thing you make yeah. the most and you make your choices and those kids will grow up and be like no one ever told me I was special and then they'll tell their kids no you're special you can do anything you want you just have to like, and like it's just it everything every generation is reactionary against the previous one I watched Chris Rock's Chris Rock's special the other day and he said in there he went to a parent-teacher kind of thing, and he was just amazed at how like everyone was telling the kids, "You can do anything you want. You can do anything you want." And he was like, "No, you can't. You can do anything that you can be anything that you're good at. 
maybe now, but you can't be anything you want because we're gonna need builders and laborers, and they're just you have to go with your skill set. You know, what I just realized. I think I just said this the other week. Yeah, but I think you and I would be really good parents together. <laughs> do you want to make Do you want to make a plan? Right. Okay. This is a proposal. This is tying in nicely, isn't it? Not a marriage proposal. So in in Nick, in 10, 15 years, everyone's going to be so progressive compared to now. So the progressive, what we consider progressive now will be the norm. Family dynamics, family, uh, different types of families will be accepted. I'm proposing this. You stay gay. I'll stay straight. But why don't we have two platonic, you know, we're just dads. I date, you date, and we just have kids. What about that? Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, that was the, that's your fucking, I want to be contrarian to the proposal. <laughs> That no, was that's a real no, callback. I'm that's comedically thinking... sound. Okay, good. Um, you know, what, you know what's not comedically sound? <laughs> Saying that it's comedically sound after <laughs> you said the fucking punchline, you dickhead. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. no, all right, all right. Let's pigeonhole. Uh, plan B. How about yeah, we we'll call that plan, plan B. B? Put it in an envelope. Seal it in a safe. <laughs> come back to it in fifteen years. Man, if that actually happened, how fucking hilarious would that be? Yeah. And we just play, we play our kids episode 88 of D4. <laughs> hey, you remembered what episode we're up to. Dude, I'm so, dude, I'm, I'm more into this podcast than I've ever been. Than you've ever been? You're finally starting to enjoy it. Uh, I, my, I just love it. Just fucking love it. Me too. It's my favourite. It's my favourite. Nice. Cute. Um, what How, else is on what, your list? Um, I had a thought about... Oh, because I got my hair cut the other day, and um, and I was, I accidentally let out. I I just, I don't know what to do with haircuts because getting a haircut is so. You're right there. Sorry, the rattlesnake. Just... <laughs> That's funny. Um, um, you you go there and it's so in, inherently vain because <laughs> you just sit in front of like, watching, Stare at your looking own face. at yourself for half an hour or so. Yeah. Kind of like doing it, and I, I, I love going to, I love going to the barber because it, and it's just like I just like it for some reason. Well, here we go, because I'm vain. <laughs> but uh, I just like the rapport, like with the barber and stuff, and I always go to the same one and having a chat, and it feels like very like classic or something. Plus the vanity, but I, I went, to, I've got a new. A new head. Uh, can you see this sunlight? I'm just looking yeah. so villainous right now. It looks like you're actually holding up a piece of A4 fa- like paper. <coughs> it is oh, no. so bright. Yeah, oh, you just flashed your crutch. Uh, I got a hole in that too. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Look at that. Don't Nick. need to look at that. Nobobolic. Nobobolic. Or taint. <laughs> now that's a callback. Um, and so I got this new hair. New hairdresser and she was like I booked in with the guy that I usually go to and then he was kind of tied up and she's like do you want to just go with me and I was like yeah okay sure we'll go and 
she's like, what do you want? And I was like, uh, just, you know, we'll just go with, just like a classic, I don't want a trendy haircut. Please don't give me a trendy haircut. I just want like a, just a classic cut that's just like 1950s just like, era. No, because even that's trendy now. That's right. trendy. So not that, very hard to. 1970s era. <laughs> that will be trendy. Yeah. So you can um, be at the forefront. And, and yeah, I just want to show back inside. And, and she said, uh, as she was going, I, I just let out this like involuntary. She went a bit too short than I was expecting. <laughs> I let out this involuntary. I was just, because I wasn't really talking to her. I let out this involuntary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, is that, is that too much? I was like, no, no, no it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and then she knew it. She knew I'd, yeah. I'd heard it. But um, yeah, I just, I was yeah, th- just thinking about, this is not much of a well thought out thought, but it's, uh, just like going going to the hairdresser and just looking at yourself. For... What do you say when you go to the hairdresser? I just have a really nice conversation. I'm just good friends. Yeah, but I what do you ask, ask for? Oh, what do I ask for? Yeah. Um, I don't okay, ask... Do you go in with a picture? Because obviously that's going to help a picture. But I have a I've hand... done that before, but then I'm like... I have a hand I'm drawing. Like, I don't want like to like, download heaps of pictures of Ryan Gosling on my phone and be like, I know I don't look like oh, Gosling, stop but faking. can you just give me this you haircut? Not, you don't need to download any pictures of Ryan Gosling. You already have them lined up <laughs> ready to go in your photo library. <laughs> I do because I've done it before. <laughs> sure, sure. Not because I'm just enjoying myself. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't ask for a... Oh, give me the give me the thing. I just, um, like my, I go to the same hairdresser and she goes, oh, how are you feeling about that? And I go, yeah, it's, it's gone well, eh? And then they just like say, oh, so should we do the same again? Like two on the sides, leave a bit of the length at the top. I'm like, yeah, sounds good. And it's like, cool, let's go get a shampoo on. You get a shampoo? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. What's, yeah. Point of, what's the point of that? Wash your hair. I don't wash my hair. If it what full stop. Not really. Wow. Do you put any, like, shit in it? I've started to put in a pomade. Okay. Pomade. Yep. Uh, it's kind of in between a fibre and a mm, wax. Not a wax. A clay. Not a clay. A gel. Fibre and a... Hmm. Hmm. Don't really know what it is. And a dip. This just feels like gel it's like halfway between like a fiber and a hummus. <laughs> right, yeah, and I have used hummus before. Yeah, um, so it works the same. Yeah, if you're putting shit in that, you should probably wash it every now and then. I wash it with water. Yeah, Nature's I mean, shampoo. I know that there, I know there is that whole like movement about oh, shampoos are con. You're just cleaning out the natural oils and things, and if you don't wash it, then eventually you're bacteria will grow back on your head again and eat the oils and you, you'll be fine. Yeah. I know that's the thing. I did hear that, like, if you stop sh- shampooing your hair, it'll start to smell, but then Give after it another a while month, it'll start to smell. Yeah. But I also think, like, that you, you, it probably just doesn't smell because you get so used to the smell of your rank hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um which I'm fine with. Look, I think that shampoo is one of those things where, as a society, yeah, look, probably fuck this up and in a hundred years yeah. we'll not be doing it. But I think yeah. I'm too far down the track now to be like, 
I'm not gonna wash my hair. Yeah. Are you hairy? Am I hairy? I'm reasonably hairy. Do you have a hairy chest? Yeah. Can I I see a bit of your chest? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Strange question, but okay. I've never seen it. Oh, it's about the same as me, I reckon. It's not not good light, but yeah, there's like hair. No, no, I reckon there's about the same as me. I I want hairier forearms. What? I like kind of like I no because so I like the vanity quite... hour evidently. No, that, did no, you smell it, your arm? Yeah, smell your smell your forearm. Do it. Why? I always love the smell of my forearms. What? Smell, smell it. This is a strange. No. Oh, I just got that this like so mask. That's so good. That is delicious. No, don't make fun of me, Nick. I'm saying oh, it's good. Give me some of that good Nick Musk. I think I'm attracted to my own pheromones. Let's bottle this and make some money. Look, I think... Okay, everyone at home, sniff your arm. I know you're going to be like, why? But I had to do it. (laughs) Sniff it. Come on, no one's watching. Or if they're watching, duck under your desk. Just duck under your desk and smell your arm. No one will think it's weird. (laughs) Just give you a second. Have you done it? It's pretty good, eh? I did it again. It's pretty good. Like, take a myth. If you had to sniff one part of your body, that's probably up yeah. there. Oh, but you are attracted to your own smells. Is that true? Now, you're going to, you're well, you're going to, you're going to be, I, I'm going to regret saying this as well. Is it because, uh, like, a simple Google will prove that that's not the case? No, but you are attracted to the smell of your own, like, it's true, Nick. It's true. Why do you think, why do you think there's monkeys... And my my evidence for this, by the way, is just one YouTube clip from two thousand and six <laughs> of a monkey sniffing his own ass. But are you are you referring to like I the classic YouTube gag of a of a monkey sniffs his butt and falls off a log? That's your scientific evidence. That's what you're basing this on. I think I think we know. all know that people like their the own smell. Ever. I refer you to the YouTube video of a monkey <laughs> sniffing its finger and falling off a log. <laughs> QE fucking D. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sure there's other evidence. Yeah. But do you want more evidence after that? Like, um, look, I'm pretty happy with the scientific standard that we've reached. <laughs> um, to, oh, sorry. I'm just like bouncing off things. Um, but today, this is another tangent. Is that right? A yeah, tangent's sure. allowed, Nick. Yeah, but I might today, out if it's boring. Today, you know, I've, you know, I've been spending the last like few months slash 2017 getting certifiably jacked at the gym, mm-hmm. and today yeah. my my housemate. Have you gained a, weight or lost weight? Pro- I have lost weight and gained muscle. Yeah, but like the number on the scale has gone down. Yeah, has gone down. Cool. Sorry, yep. continue. And my housemate is a genuine athlete. Like she, she gets paid to play soccer, so she's got a lot of like um, Who's that? workout. Brit. Brit's a paid soccer athlete. She's a paid soccer player, mate. Yeah, she gets paid. She's got like a contract and all that. Yeah, for who? It's proper for for Sydney. She's she's been for what? For Sydney, the Melbourne. C- well, you know, whatever. Where are you? Uh, whatever. I don't know where 
fuck you live yeah whatever no um melbourne she's she's been switching clubs and like she's negotiates contracts and she, she's she's legit yeah. um and so she's got a lot of like workout like uh things like a gigantic tubs of protein powder and pre-workout and stuff and she's also got like well i actually found in her Draw, not in her room, but just like outside of that, like a lot of like uh, sample packs of pre-workout stuff. Yeah, and because the guy, the the guy at the gym has been telling me to like, I need to, I need to basically eat as many, almost double. If I want to gain any size, I want to, I need to eat as much protein, like a double the amount of protein that I weigh. So if I weigh seventy six kilos, then I'm going to need about 150 grams of protein per day, which is ridiculous. Right, yeah. So, um, anyway, I, and I saw today, I like, found this little like sample pack uh, of, um, it was like a pre-workout thing, and I was, I'd, I'd had breakfast, I'd had a couple of cups of coffee within an hour, and then I was like, I'll, I'll have this pre-workout stuff, and then I'll go to the gym. And then, so I, I diluted it in some water, and as I'm as I'm like drinking the last bit, I'm just reading the sachet, and it says, "This is equivalent to four cups of coffee." Jesus. And I'm just like finishing the last bit, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fucking hell!" And I was so fucking charged after that. I was like, "It was great." <laughs> and I, um, I, I like I went to the gym. I was like, "Fucking crap!" Like it was wasted on me. Yeah. Because I. I I'm just like a poor little street boy just going in there. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I looked more like I was on ice than like ready to <laughs> lift weights. Uh, <laughs> I guess but I'm sure you made some mad gains. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I got some real gains. Like I got heaps of the gains. Yeah. I, I went and asked the guy at the gym, how do I buy, buy, can I get buy gains over the counter? Yeah. What did he say? He, he said, get it online. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just whipped his dick out. <laughs> yeah, that's fit. that fits with my expectation of gyms. Um, alrighty, shall we finish with a um a we game, we segment, we something? Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little bit displaced at the moment. You know, just Are you? like wait, yeah, I'm. Nick, I I always feel bad. I never ask about you, and I get told all the time that from people that listen to this that it just feels like you always interview me. And basically, that what that means is that I never ask how you are. I'm sorry. I'm a very private person, so maybe I could do more to like offer offer my story or give you like a give you like a, a little bit of like a, a, a pre tease. And no, then if I you sh- want to pick up on what I'm laying down, you can just like roll into it. So yeah, it's me, like, it's if, not you. If Nick, I sat down and I was like, oh my God, you would not believe what happened today. Then that, I'd be like, that... shut the fuck up. I've got a great story for you. Yeah. Tell, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you about this um, protein powder that I took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sorry for that. I am sorry. That's all right. Um, so um, you wanna... as you know, I'm feeling a little bit uh, displaced of late, you know, trying to trying to look into the future see where this job stuff might take me who knows if i'll still be in christchurch who knows if the world will end in the next week who can say have um, you heard about the thing yet no i haven't heard about the thing oh you failure I know. okay um, um that's all right 
But yeah, as a result, I, I guess I'm looking to other places for guidance um, beyond you know traditional um, you know science and medicine and that kind of thing. So, aka Buddhism. Um, yeah, it's connected with Buddhism. It's certainly got a lot of the same symbology. Um, yeah. But I guess I'm just interested in what the Zodiac has to say. Um, so I'm wondering if in this sort of time of need, we might be able to consult my keys, horoscopes, my keys, horoscopes, horoscopes! Timed it. Timed it perfectly right. Um, cancer. Cancer. It's, uh, it's, it's a big one, isn't it? I mean, now for people who haven't um, encountered this segment before, um, welcome. This is, um, this is supposed to be the spiritual part of the the, the podcast. Um, but we like to tick off sort of the big three things that all listeners are concerned by. Um, of course, there's finance. Um, what's the state of the economy? You know, should I buy a lotto ticket? Enron. Is the recorder player in the middle of the mall really going to use my $5 for, you know, a musical education or are they going to spend it on math? Just like the basic sort of question. So there's finance. Um, The basis of, yeah, the economy. Yeah. We got romance, of course. You know, that question of the significant other, you know. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. The, you know, the the, the Antonio Banderas. Yeah. The um, The the pictures of Ryan Gosling that Michael has on his phone. Not necessarily romantic, but I'll take it. It's like you've definitely got them there for romance. Um, uh, Sometimes they masturbate, but uh, it's not necessarily romantic. It's more lust than love. It's Um, more lust, yes. And then, of course, the third segment is ants. You know, what what do we do with about ants? But um, cancer. Should we start with finance? Quick question. Do ants have six legs or eight legs? Six. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Quiz over. We're, we're jumping ahead the segments. That's that's obviously the first part of the later question. Um, I, I did. I'm actually looking at um, some astrology website. And why they do you do need to have, consult other sources? No, no, no. I'm just looking at the type of things. So they do have romance. They do have finance. I know. They call it business. This is but a legitimate. They don't segment. have a thing called ants. What? They do actually have finance and business. Hmm. I should branch out. Wait. But they don't have ants. Wait, they don't, they don't have ants. They're nothing about ants. Yeah, no. Why? What? I, I, um, I thought I thought that we were just doing like a standard. Don't consider it a problem. Maybe. I, I thought we were just doing like a standard off the shelf kind of astrology segment. No, you we know, are the big I'm three. Just, I'm just seeing what my peers are doing. Well, thick. Wow, maybe, maybe that we we shouldn't do it. Wow. Okay. Look, let's cross that bridge when we get to it. I want to know about finance. So people under the banner of cancer are called what? <laughs> Patients. Um, <laughs> this month in for Cancerians, you want to uh, what you want to do? What do you want to do? You know those you know those two dollar stores? I do. Don't go to them. Don't go to the $2 store. Don't be tempted by tacky shit this March. Okay. So, I mean, that's where I get most of my school supplies. You know, contact, rulers, um, those, like, small little sticky hands that you can use to, like, whip on a wind, like, windscreen then you, like, let go and it comes off again. I know. Great, great products. But, Nick, this month, I'd avoid them. What? Okay. Uh, because... <sighs> 
Do you remember Cunningham's Warehouse, Nick? Do I remember Cunningham's Warehouse? Cunnos, where the lowest prices are guaranteed. That's Bunnings, damn it. <laughs> I wish they were called... Imagine if they were Cunnos. They were. Cunnos. It sounds a bit... Rude. Basically, Cunningham's Warehouse closed down in 1984. Not true. And they closed down because... They sold tacky shit. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm following you. Yep. You buy cheap, you buy twice. You sell once, cut twice, save your money. It takes money to make money. It takes money to make money, don't spend money, get more money, make more money. It's just simple maths. Money don't make the world go round, Nick. Hit me now. Romance. I'm reaching up to a... Firegrounds. Right, romance. Oh no. Uh oh. That sound. Oh no. That's not good. Oh gosh. You're touching Whap. your nose. <laughs> they, that's, that classic sound effect lets me know that my life is ruined. Yeah. Well, you, you're not cancer. Ruined, are you? Well, I suppose that's you know, one thing to hold on to. You're not from a cancer. I'm not. Um, look, I don't know how to say this, but people, people under the uh, watchful eye of cancer, need, if you're in a relationship, get out of it. If you're not in a relationship, get into kill it. yourself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's Sorry, that, that is the Dude, opposite of what I thought. I didn't press the wow, wow pedal for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. Gosh, that is... It's not looking good. That is a real... So we're just like avoiding all kind of contact. Avoid human connection. Can someone who doesn't want to kill themselves quickly get into a relationship and then get out of it? And then just leave Fuck it there? Fuck no. Wow. Fuck no, they cannot. Yeah, well, it's bad news, no, I guess. Just, just jump off the ship. Wow. Um, right. Look, I feel and like we've been stalling. Because... Agenda. There's um there's a third category here, and now I'm starting to yeah. wonder. Um, right. Because now, if this isn't a legitimate subject, I like you've you've for a long time led me to believe that you're just capping off the big three, the ones that our listeners are expecting. Yeah. But I'm a little bit apprehensive now. I feel like you haven't actually been delivering the goods. Well, you don't think I have a direct line to the truth of the universe? I think that. Look, just based on what the rest of the market's doing, I'm not sure there's a huge demand for ant-related forecasting. Nick, don't look to the rest of the market. I have to. That's where our business interests lie. If everyone else is delivering quality forecasting and we're stuck over here giving irrelevant recommendations, what are we doing, Michael? what did we always say when we started this podcast? We're going to blaze our own path, mate. Okay? I I feel like we've got to leave this behind. I feel I think that you're stuck in the past. If you're sitting there on your high horse and you're just you're not you're not switched in. You're the fucking one percent right now, and I'm saying as a member of the ninety nine percent, we want some changes. It's hard to know what the words mean in the particular order that you just said them in. I think we've got to get rid of ants. I think I think it's time to blaze a new path. I want a third category. 
May I, may I... Alright, what about this? May I make a suggestion? Pants. Pants. It's pants, isn't it? I was going to suggest pants. I was also... I feel like... Okay, ants, maybe... Maybe it didn't work out. Maybe there just wasn't a market for it. But I feel like if we blaze a trail of our own, then we really can attract a lot of those viewers out there who are looking for something a little bit different in their astrology recommendations that they're not getting from other places. And I think... I love it, man. I think we needed something a little bit more like consumer-friendly. A little bit like yes. kid-happy. A little bit G-rated. A little bit yes. fun and funky. All right. Let's... Yes. Pat, answer pants. out. Pants are in. Okay. All right. I feel... Okay. I'm ready for this. Again. The big Thanks, the fuck, big fuck. three, finance, romance, pants. Please, Michael, so, give me some pants-related recommendation. Cancer. Mm-hmm. People. Stay the fuck away, away from, from pants. pants! Yeah. Yeah, that's the big one. And I, I think, actually, I think people are going to appreciate that. Because it's one thing to feel like you Try shouldn't be shorts. wearing pants. Try to wear a shorts. But or nothing at all. Nothing at all. If if you were feeling like you didn't have permission to walk around on the street without pants, yeah. then it's just nice to have some divine confirmation that you can do it. You know, embrace it. You're a cancer and you're not wearing pants. Live your truth. Hi, I'm Tiffany. I'm a cancer. And as you'll notice, I'm not wearing pants this month. Instead, I'm wearing... Some shorts. Mm-hmm. Jean shorts. I'm feeling really good about this, Michael. I yeah. think I think this is a bold new step for us, but I feel like real feedback is going to be very positive. Mate, we are nothing if we're not moving forward. Mm. Well, if you've enjoyed this kind of thing, uh, I have some amazing news. There are like six other quite good episodes of this podcast that you can find if you methodically listen to all other 87 of them. Um, and can you let us know which ones they are? If you can actually confirm know. which ones are the good ones, we appreciate <laughs> We have no idea. We've listened to all of them. Several times. It's uh, all there at deepfort.podbean.com. You can find it on iTunes. You can go to facebook.com slash deepfort. You can go to twitter.com slash deepfort. And you'll be amazed at the quality of content that is being churned out on a semi-weekly basis um michael's a brekkie what a pleasure man it's been real i'm i'm going to make now a a um tikka masala oh with chicken that's not actual chicken so it's a uh chicken masala (laughs) (laughs) doesn't it yeah it makes (laughs) oh great joke I love your laugh. It's just my normal. I love movie. it. I love it. Um, I made a uh, madras on the weekend. Did you do it from scratch? Uh, I made a curry, but I did use a, like a paste as well. No, I think a paste is acceptable. Yeah. Oh, did you do it with beef? Yeah. Murderer. 